thank you for tuning into another episode of the most entertaining podcast of all time. And thank you to all my fans, supporters, and listeners around the world. Whether you're from a small town in Utah, to Los Angeles, to Sweden, to Finland, to Russia. Thank you. Because with your support, we have become one of the most top rated podcasts on Spotify in 2021. So thank you all for all your contribution and listening to this podcast. And I also got to mention one thing, just just one thing. If you want to donate or contribute to this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash the Prince of Fresh Air, which is in the links and it's my main platform. And you can go to listener support and you could donate anywhere from 50 cents to 10 grand. I'm not, I'm not judging, but thank you guys for an amazing year, two years into this. And it's all because of you. So thank you. And let's get right back to the action, shall we? Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to... I said, welcome to, come on, you're supposed to say it along with me. I got to do it by myself now. I said, welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. This is the podcast where we do it big and we do it better. So this is a bonus episode for all my supporters and fans and listeners around the world as a thank you. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy and I'm not going to keep you waiting. So. Um, you know, this is the podcast where we talk about highly controversial topics, highly talked about issues. And this one, I'm sure is going to be very divisive with, uh, amongst a lot of people, especially right now what's going on in the media. So, um, me and you talked about this a little bit off camera, um, just a little while ago. So there's been a recent blow up in, in the media regarding women's sports, and the reason why women's sports is being talked about is because there's a, a athlete, a transgender, transgender athlete named Leah Thomas. Um, you don't know who she is, right? Um, I'm actually Googling this dude right now. Yeah. So just a little background. Um, so this Leah is Thomas is a 22 year old transgender uh, athlete. Now she was born Will Thomas and Will Thomas, he was a swimmer, and in 2019, he placed uh, 462nd place in the men's division, um, and then he became he began transitioning to a woman, and then 2021, he started, uh, let me be a little respectful, she decided to compete in women's uh, swimming competitions and has been dominating like no one has ever done before. And this became a recent, this sparked a recent uh, discussion about transgender athletes in sports because you're seeing athletes like Leah Thomas and others amongst women in other sports just absolutely destroying women's sports. Um, so l- let me get your take on this, man, because there's so much we got to talk about. Um, what, what do you think about transgender athletes and, and sports, especially for women? 
<clears throat> uh, I'm just going to be as unfiltered as I can. That's how we and do it over I, here. I'm, but the thing is, I'm, I wouldn't even call it unfiltered. I'm just going to be honest because it's the truth. Truth of the matter is, this is not a transgender person, okay? This is a guy. This is a man <laughs> that we're talking about right now. All right, so I'm just gonna call it like I see it. And clearly I'm not the only one that feels that way because as I was skimming through Google to see who this guy is, I've seen that um, he, I guess he beat uh, another swimmer named Emma from, from wherever. And the fans, you know, the spectators who are watching, booed him because but they you, know it's not fair. But you know why people boo them? It's because the girl you just mentioned who came in second place, she's not just no ordinary division one swimmer. This is an Olympic swimmer who was on a, a, a U.S. women's Olympic team last year. So this goes to show to you, this isn't just, you know, uh, uh, transphobia as people like to call it. It's some obvious things going on here because if this girl, Leah Thomas, can come in and overtake an Olympic swimmer, I mean... Something's not right. Exactly. But go ahead. I'll let you continue. So, you know, I just, just saw an article that says Twitter explodes over trans swimmer Leah Thomas. You know, Liam Thomas. You know, that's probably his real name. A winning national title, a slap in the face to women and girls. And that's a fact. Like, I mean, come on, bro. Like, you, you, you somehow, you know, just decided you wanted to be you know, a girl in 2019. I don't even know how old, you know, this, this dude is. And then you want to just start competing in a whole nother, you know, in the women's division because you can compete with the guys where you came from. Like, this is just deliberate. This is a guy who was a loser, you know, when in competition with men. So he wanted to, to know what it felt like to win. And the only way he could actually win is doing it with the girls. I mean, let's just call it like, like, like it is. Let's just call it like it is. I'm calling a spade a spade. Right. And, and, you know, someone, so, you know, I've been doing my due diligence on this because I wanted to come a little prepared, even though I already had my preconceived ideas. I, I'm not going to lie to that. But uh, one of the points that someone made, and this is a former uh, uh, women's Olympic, Olympic athlete, she talked about this is the issue too. So Leah Thomas, or, you know, uh, I forgot what his first name was, Tom or Willis, whatever. Um, they talked about how he spent 21 years of his life as a man. And then within a year of transitioning, he, he, well, she has become a woman and then became a national champion, like a, the all American Div division one um, athlete and women's sports. And they're just supposed to roll over and accept it. And one of the points people are making is that it's not fair that a lot of these girls I can't speak about it because now they're jeopardizing their future with scholarships and, and, and the um, NCAAs right. and it's not right. And like, um, so one of the girls from Virginia tech um, who didn't make the, who didn't compete in the 500 uh, meter uh, swimming race that Leah Thompson ended up winning. Um, she talked about how her roommate who was the morning of, of the, uh, of the meet, there were 16 spots and she would have qualified for the 16th spot. But then Leah Thompson came along and took the number one spot. So she ended up getting bumped out of it. And the sad part is it wasn't the fact that she just lost out of competing in the NCAAs. It's the fact that this was her senior year. 
and she would have never get a chance to compete in the NCAAs again. And she didn't lose out to a, a, a better female. She lost to a trans athlete named Leah Thompson. And the point is this. This is not transphobia that we're talking about. We're not talking about uh, her right as a trans woman. It's the fact that, like Michael Phelps came out and said, it's about equal treatment, equal opportunity. How's it equal that, you know, a five foot six, uh, five foot six woman is competing with a six foot two athlete who's obviously still a man because one of, uh, you know, some of the women have came out who shared the locker room with Leah Thompson and talking about how they feel uncomfortable around her because, well, he still got his male genitalia. So one, that's awkward for them. Two, obviously, if you looked at, um, I, I think I, I don't know if you've ever seen the image of the podium when, uh, after last night's race, you could see the size difference. I'm I, this is like Michael Phelps standing next to Nate Robinson. I mean, right. it's, it's, and it's, it's not fair. And a lot of people, like, like you said, they, they want to say, Oh, it's transphobic. No, it's not right. Because imagine that was your daughter who spent 20 years of her life for this moment. And some, let's be honest, this guy, because it's only been a year, this not, you know, a transition of seven, eight years. This guy, after one year, came in and just absolutely crushed dreams. Like, there's no way anybody's beating her. No, but no, no way. Him. There's no way. What do, what do you think about that? I think we should start calling him him. One. Um, two, I mean, really, like I said, it's just a guy who's just trying to take advantage of, you know, this new era that we're living in where you can get away with things like that. Like, you know, there's outrage. But now we're just living in a time where, and like I said, I don't have any problem with, you know, people being who they feel that they are. But at the end of the day, I just think that you should, there should be a division for them. You see what I'm saying? Like you should have a men's division, yet you should have a women's division and then have a trans division. You know what I'm saying? Where there's, so there's no physical advantages, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only way, you know, for it to balance out, because that's like if, oh, all of a sudden I just tell people that, oh, I identify as a 13 year old kid and then I just get put in freaking, you know, saying 13 year old kid, you know, basketball games. And then, of course, I'm going to dominate because I'm I'm six foot four <laughs> amongst a whole bunch of, you know, what I'm saying average, like short, short little guys. It's the same situation. It's the same situation. Right. And, and that's and the only reason why is because the system is now being designed you know, on a grand scale for them to benefit off of these things. And then it's like, you can have your complaints, but nothing's going to be done because eventually the, the, the United States of America, the flag, the national flag is going to be red, white, is going to go from red, white, and blue to a rainbow. Eventually it might as well be like that. Now, this is going to be, this is going to become the United States of LGBTQ, the way things are going. And if, if not prove us wrong, get this guy, out of the women's division get him out of there get him out of there because that's right. like you have a guy that's like taking a, a a male boxer who who freaking has no name for himself in men's boxing obviously he's nothing but a loser in men's boxing then all of a sudden he wakes up one day says you know what i want to be a girl and then you put him in in women's boxing and then all of a sudden he's starting to knock girls out is that fair Exactly. Oh, I guess people are not going to think it's different because 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 it's 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 combat. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. 
and, and 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 that's the point a lot of people are making because that that's the exact point you made and i made this point earlier so before the transition he was placing like i said 462nd place in men's swimming now all of a sudden a year and a half later breaking records in women's sports i mean just absolutely dominating women's sports and records and it's you just see the, the difference. He couldn't cut it in the men's league, but then as a transgender athlete, it's just absolutely demolishing women. And it's at the point now where a lot of um, former Olympians, former Division One athletes, former NCAA American athletes are coming out saying, you know, this is, not, this is not fair because a lot of these girls work hard. And like I said, the girl who came in second place, Emma, that's an Olympic silver medalist, Olympic silver gold medalist. Um, I would just say gold, but Olympic silver medalist. And even she had no chance. That goes to show to you there's a problem here. It's not right. I won't even use LeBron because obviously LeBron, he's just, he's the 1% in the NBA league. But let's take the average NBA star. Let's say we took uh, Lamar Odom, right? Um, when he was playing, let's say, because Lamar Odom wasn't one of the greatest of all time. Let's just put it like that. So we'll, I'll use him as an example. So let's say he, he he was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. I'm not scoring as much. I'm not winning gold medals and stuff. You know, I feel like a woman now. And then a year later, after going to the N, N, uh, WNBA, he starts winning rings like donuts. Like, this dude is just demolishing, dunking on women, just absolutely crushing every record in the book. How is that fair? I mean, it, it, it's a bi biological difference. And this is the point that people are, are talking about. This is a difference. If you look at a picture of Leah Thomas, this isn't the average male. This is a tall, muscular, lean male right here. This is, he's about the same height as me. Yes, a little mm. slimmer, but you could see the obvious difference between him and the Olympic silver medalist and Emma. It's a complete height and size difference. Right. Like, you got Michael Phelps and Simone Biles. That, that's what their physiques look like. Of course, he's going to be winning because there's no chance. And, like, it, this is the part that – and Leah Thompson, let me, let me mention this. Leah Thompson is just a breaking point, and I think that's why a lot of – People are starting to talk about it. And it's unfortunate that a lot of, um, you know, female uh, athletes can't speak about it is because they're, they're, they feel like they'll be rejected from future, future scholarships, competing in the NCAA tournament in the future. But, you know, it's at a point where you got a, this is a transgender athlete in weightlifting and women's uh, weightlifting. I forgot her name. But ever since she came on the scene, I, I'll be a little respectful. After she came on the scene, every woman record has been destroyed. Nobody's winning. Uh, Why? Because it was a he. <laughs> exactly. It was a he. It was a he. It's like we men physically, physically have the advantage are superior to women physically. So if you put, you know, uh, a, a male bodybuilder up against a female bodybuilder, just the male is just going to have the advantage, right? 
we produce more testosterone. If you put a male boxer in the ring with a female boxer, who's going to win? The male boxer. If you put the Lakers up against the freaking Sparks or whatever they call themselves now, who's going to win? Like, it's, it's just what it is. So that's, like, honestly, Liam Thomas winning anything in the sport of swimming is not a real victory. It's not a real victory. And deep down on the inside, it's a pyrrhic victory for this dude because deep down inside, he knows up against people with similar, you know, physical attributes to him, he wouldn't, it, there, there would be nothing close. I actually, while you were speaking, I, I, I watched, um, like, I guess it was like a five, 500 yard uh, freestyle swim and, and that he won. And as he's swimming, like he's already like halfway, like, all right, so, so he's swimming down. All the girls are way behind him. And it's like, by the time he's on his way back up, the girls are just getting to the other side. What do you call that? That's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. But like I said, this is the time, this is the era that we're living in now. This is, this is what we're living in now. And but they're I, like, you know what? And this is, they're like, you know what? We don't care what you feel about it. We, things are just going to be done anyway because this is just the new standard. Do not be surprised if one day the U.S. flag changes to a rainbow with stars on it. Don't be surprised. So let, let, let me let me tell, let me read off a little bit of, of of Leah Thompson accomplishments ever since she became the first openly transgender uh, NCAA uh, women's champion. All right, let me let me read off some of these victories that uh, he has won. All right, so um, like I said in 2019, when he was still a man, uh, you know he was ranking out of 10th place. This dude, like I said, was ranked in the 460 percentile in men's competition. Now, all of a sudden, um, in the NCAA season, uh, she has broken the season's best times in the 200-yard and 500-yard freestyle races. Um, and Ivy League Women's Championships last month, she won 100-yard, 200-yard, and 500-yard freestyle races. And one of the criticisms, uh, especially about the 500 500 um, meter uh, competition that they had on um, uh, last night was the fact that so the Olympic swimmer Emma who came in second now she was she was winning or I should say she was neck and neck with with, uh, with Leah Thompson right and then about a third of the way to the finish line this is where like I said because if you think about it men have a higher lung capacity, higher muscle capacity and everything. She started, Leah Thompson started pulling away from her. And at that point, by the time Leah Thompson touched the wall, she was about, I would say, 50 to 100 feet away from her. So she got destroyed. And this is the exact point that people are making. It's not the fact that it's a neck and neck competition. It's not the fact that, you know, it's, it's just, a luck of the draw. Ever since she came over or crossed over, it's just been total domination. It's just, it's just not right. And and like you said, this is where sports be coming from. And I'm glad a lot of uh, women athletes and men athletes of all different uh, championship levels are coming out talking about it because, like I said, imagine that was your daughter. You've seen her since she was five years old, training every day in the swimming pool. You know, she was doing what she wanted to love. 
and she was aiming for the NCAA championship. She wanted to be all American. She wanted to be, you know, the next Olympic swimmer. And all of a sudden she gets to the championship level and she stand down the barrel. And then there's this six foot three, you know, tall man, because let's call it like it is tall man. That's yep. at the door knocking, waiting for her. And as soon as she see him, she realizes it's game over. And sure enough, she couldn't do, even on her best day, couldn't do enough to put a dent in his record. So, like I said, man, it, this, this this is, um, it's unfortunate. And, um, you know, a lot of, of the female athletes, like I said, they've spoken briefly to the media, not too much about Leah, but the fact that they they risk backlash at speaking because now they feel like if they speak out against her, oh, it's transphobic or it's homophobia and yeah, just being uh, uh, discriminatory against her. Yeah, right. It's like, that's, that's not the issue here. It's about equality. Now, let me ask you, bro. Um, because um, this former tennis uh, player, um, I feel, I, I don't know her name because she's from another country, so I, I'm not even going to attempt to say it. But she came out and said, you know what? This is about the time where the, the NCAAs need to step in and make some better rules because now that we've seen what's happening with trans athletes and women's sports, because uh, before I even ask you, the reason why we talk about women's sports often is because you don't, you rarely see a, a trans male who's a woman who transitioned over to a male ever dominating men's sports you just rarely ever see it but um what do you think is the solution because her solution is you have three categories you have men's women's and opens so the open category could be for men or women who wants to compete against each other and for the transgender athletes i think that's one good solution uh or they can just have a trans uh um category like i said earlier what do you think I forgot what you said earlier. My bad. No, I said that they need to separate it so it balances out. You have men's, you have women's, and then you have trans. So there's no complaints. That eliminates the necessity for any complaining because now everything is balanced. There's balance. This whole situation is literally imbalanced. That's all it is. I, you know, and this is... You know, for me, this is a part of the agenda. Um, and the agenda is to silence the doubters and to silence the critics. Because I have nothing against ESPN. But, you know, watching ESPN interview Leah Thompson, and this is a woman I'm talking about, interviewing Leah Thompson, all giddily and proud. I'm not, this conversation isn't about humanity. This is not about Leah Thompson's right as a transgender woman. This is a fact about trans athletes taking away the spotlight from many women who's worked hard in their life for the opportunity that they deserve. And, you know, the problem I I, I start growing frustrated with is this whole tr uh, transphobia thing. Why everything has to be transphobic? You know, it, we're not talking about race. We're not talking about the skin, uh, color of somebody's skin. We're talking about equality for women. And isn't it ironic the same people who talk about equality for women are the same ones as telling women to shut up? 
when they talk about this. It's not ironic, but they only want to talk about equality for women, you know, when it's convenient for them or they're trying to piggyback off of someone else's movement. That's like when people talk about Black Lives Matter. Um, but when you go on the Black Lives Matter website, I don't know if it's still like that now because I haven't been there in about a year. But the last time you know, I went on there, it said that, you know, Black Lives Matter is a movement that pretty much protects trans folk, you know, gay folk. And they only mentioned black women, men and children and elderly dead last. And I think they didn't even mention black men. So how was it a movement for black people when yet you're only mentioning specific people? So this is this is what I'm saying. And you only have a situation where they're trying to silence any any opinions that aren't in their favor is because there's they're making it so that way they're normalizing these things. So they they don't want anybody to talk about it and they'll discourage any sort of contrary opinion because they want it to be as to where like now it's like the new thing. You remember back in the day where like in movies, interracial dating was like a, a taboo thing, even to like, you know, the depiction of gay people was like, oh my gosh, whoa, you know what I'm saying? And then even when they used to do it back in the day, they were very careful as to how they did it. But now it's like you go on Netflix and then you see you see them everywhere. And that's cool, you know, for them to be represented if it's, you know, necessary to the story, like versus like them just doing certain things just for the sake of doing them. In this case scenario, you know, Liam Thomas getting all this media coverage is not by is not by mistake. They're just doing it so people can get used to it. They're like, shut up, get used to it, get used to seeing these things because it's going to be more, you know what I'm saying? More and more of a thing. Right. And, and, you know, it's funny. I was just reading, um, Kaylin Jenner just came out, talked about, and uh, everybody has opinions about Kaylin. I could care less about Bruce, but yeah, you know, but even she came out and said, you know what? Um, Leah Thompson competing in the NCAA, uh, championships is not right. And it's not fair. And she blames the NCAA committee for not take for taking it easy. And th- like you said, this is the problem we live in. Everything has become, I, I, I've mentioned this on a previous podcast before. The amount of rights that the LGBTQ community has nowadays, it's just, it, it's incredible, right? Because anytime uh, we question anything, you get slammed, you get called homophobe or transphobe. And, but now you actually have someone who the media loves and Caitlyn Jenner, speaking against the same athlete that we're talking about so you can't call her transphobic right so um but again it's this is just like i said this is just the tip of the talking point because i remember last year or two years ago right before the pandemic there was a a trans uh gender uh boxer who actually competed in women's sports and was just putting girls in the hospital right at what point does this become fair? And this is why I say this should be three categories because we're not, ta- we're talking about physical sports. We're not talking about chess. We're not talking about a mental game here. We're talking about physical sports. Why are transgender females allowed to compete with women in boxing and mixed martial arts? Like it, like just anything physical needs to be equal. It's not equal. I don't care how you slice it. I don't care how fair and equal you want to be it is not right that a five foot six girl is competing against a six foot three obvious male who still has male genitalia come on like 
you know, this is, I'm not, you know, a lot of people saying she's a scam. She's a fraud. I'm, I'm not going as far as to say that, even though I might feel that way. But again, it's the equality in women's sports. And like I said, how you, how are we going to live in a society who talk about women's rights and be equal and fair to women and yet trying to change the rules now? Like, I don't know, man, this, this conversation, like I said, this is not just about Leah Thompson, even though she is the most talked about um, or like Sports Illustrated said, the most controversial athlete during this time. But this conversation needs to happen. And it's not right that fellow women competitors aren't allowed to speak about the issues because, you know, they're going to be labeled a transphobe and they're not going to be able to compete next year. Because they're protected citizens. They, they, they are, they are damn near second to white people in this country. You know, like there's like a certain stock, like the, like the tables turn because again, like gays used to be bottom of the barrel, you know, like pariahs of society, you know, viewed as sinful, immoral, you know, unsanitary, you know, disease, HIV carrying people. And then now it's just, you know, the complete polar opposite. And like I said, everything needs to be fair. You know, if, if people have a point, they need to be heard. Regardless if, if whether or not you agree, a valid point is a valid point. It's the same thing, you know, when it comes to, you know, when I talk about, you know, black issues and then I have, you know, white people telling me, oh, you're a race baiter. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's really like that on all sides, but we don't ever get anything, you know, that, that we ask for, but they do, you know what I'm saying? They do. You feel me? So like I said, but this is just the standard. Um, I don't see them taking anything, any, any accolades away from this guy i don't see them making any adjustments because they went through so much to 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 make it so that way people can do these things and nothing will happen so not only is he you know gay but he's white so it's really like nothing is going to happen i think people are going to talk about it but i don't see them ultimately giving this guy the boot i think that it's, it's ultimately going to come down to the women that compete with this guy have to just accept the fact that he's just, he's just got the cheat codes. Like literally, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're, you're playing against somebody who already has like infinite stamina, infinite, this, all the stats like to 99 compared to you, because I, I literally just saw that picture where you had, you had him standing at first place. And then you had the three girls, you know, the runner ups together at third, not even no one standing next to him. They were completely, on the polar opposite. So what does that say? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those things where like the, 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 the competitors, they just have to say, you know what? Well, if I come in second, I win because this guy is just, it's just a walking Chico. Right. So. And, and I don't blame her necessarily. Well, yeah, him, her, and don't really matter to me, but uh, I don't blame him too often. Why? Because the NCAAs allow it. And why they allow it? Because we live in a, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The political climate of, you know, we have to be diverse and equality and inclusive, inclusive, ultra liberal. At, at what expense? Like I said, this is not an audition for a casting call here. We're talking about people's dreams and livelihoods here. And don't get me wrong. Yes. Audition is the same thing for us, but this is certain physicality comes with sports that you can't duplicate anywhere else. So like I said, if I had a daughter who was 21 years old, who's been, you know, for the last 15 years of her life has been dedicating her life to swimming. And then the one moment that she gets to compete at the highest levels, she gets stomped out by a man. 
I'm gonna be furious. And it's nothing you can tell me about it because, oh, you know, you gotta be more inclusive. Don't be transphobic. No, no, no. Get out of here with that. Because like I said, this is not equal. And a lot of people say, oh, what if Leah Thompson was your daughter? I no, wouldn't it's happen. Still not right. It's only been a, like I said. This is not a transition. This is not Dwayne Wade's son who's been transitioning since the age of ten. We're talking about a twenty-one-year-old swimmer who was a man for all his life, and then a year later, you know, and one year decides he wants to become a woman, and then just starts destroying records. I mean, it, that's not transphobic. I don't care what people say. It's not transphobic. The reality of the situation is. He saw opportunity. I'm not saying whether he feels like a transgender now. I don't know. But he saw opportunity. He took it. And now women, especially college students, because these are college students we're talking about, going home, crying to their parents, realizing that their dreams of competing at the Olympics or, you know, Team USA is shattered because this one obstacle that they can't move is standing right in front of them. And won't let them get through because the NCAAs won't step up and say, no, this is not right. Let's take her out and give her their own platform. No, you're going to just have to suffer. You know, it's. Because uh, NCAA is in cahoots. Oh, oh. That's all, that's all it is, man. <laughs> They're in cahoots. And, and, you know, let me ask you. Um, so a lot of some people um, who's been speaking out about it, a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, uh, famous um, sports athletes are saying that. One thing that women who, who are competing in the NCAAs and these championships, one thing they should consider doing is just when they see her name pop up on the billboard, don't compete at all. Don't swim at all. What do you think about that? That's another thing. That's what I said. I was like, yo, like anytime, anytime you're competing against, um, you know, this dude, you just got to freaking, hey, just don't even acknowledge him because it don't count to me. I'm like, yo. If 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 I had a girl and then she was competing, you know, against against dude, I was like, he don't count. If you come in second, you won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's not there because it just don't count. So right. people saying that that like they shouldn't compete. I mean, that's one thing. I think ultimately it's just an exercise in futility because I don't see them changing these policies. Because in order to do that, if they do that, then it's like you know the 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 shit storm that is going to you know um come upon them they don't want to deal with that so they're not going to do it yeah man because and, the powers that be are those sorts of people right and like i said man the, um um one of the members of her team at the university of pennsylvania was talking about she did an interview with uh um with someone and she talked about how you know, Lee Thompson makes the, the women's locker room uneasy. Like, his genitalia be exposed. He be talking about how he still loves women and want to date women. Oh, see? Like, how- Liam, Liam Thomas. Like I said, Liam Thomas confirmed. Liam Will, Thomas confirmed. Will, Tom- Will Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> confirmed. All confirmed. So if he's literally all up, in the, all up in the girls' locker room saying all that, that's predatory. That's that's a whole that's a whole nother that's a whole nother discussion in and itself. Cause I thought he was he was all up in there, just you know, whatever it is that girls talk about, whatever the girls do in girls' locker rooms. But if he's in there, you know, checking out the girls and all that type of stuff, no one no one they're gonna feel uneasy. So then he really shouldn't be allowed in there because then he's pretending that he's he's literally the modern day white version of Juana Man, literally. 
You know what? Ben Shapiro actually did a piece about that. He said, this Joanna man in real life. If you think about it, it really is. And uh, like, it, it's mind blowing how people like uh, someone uh, posted a clip of South Park from years ago who did exact same uh, episode about the exact same thing that's happening right now. And it's just it's just mind blowing to think all this stuff is actually coming to fruition. Like it's mind blowing. And, you know, for anybody who want to read the article about the, the female uh, member of the team, uh, she did it with Daily Mail. But like I said, like you, this dude is literally in a woman's locker room, balls hanging out, you know what I'm saying? Just talking about, uh, I still want to date women. I find women very attractive. Like, imagine if one of these girls went home, told their father or brother, and then they took the law. I'm not advocating anybody become Batman, but what if, you know, one of them decided they want to go confront Leah, right? It, it, you know, it's, you, you're putting women in, a, in an unsafe environment. And like I said, we can't, how are we going to live in a society who try to upraise and up, not uproot, but uh, uh, praise women and uplift them and tell them you're just equal. But, you know, when it comes to Leah Thomas, you just got to deal with it. You know, if she want to break out record, Jack, going to have to deal with it. If she want to take all the scholarships, yeah, I got to deal with it. If she wants all the media coverage, I'm going to have to deal with it. Like, right. what kind of, come on, like, give me a break here. It, it's, I don't know, man. Like, this is a very div- uh, divisive topic. And a lot of people have opinions and stuff like this about it. Um, but this is just another chapter. I'm sure she ain't going to be the last one. And, but she's definitely the first one to be breaking headlines, breaking records, and breaking stories. Um, yep. You got any final thoughts, man? Uh, my final thoughts is for listeners to just think critically about the things that are going on in this country. Um, the reason why they're continuing to happen at the rate that they're happening is because of the absence of critical thought amongst the masses. And at that, that is my time. And like you said, man, I agree with everything you said, everybody. Do you research before you make opinions? You know, have discussions. Look at it from both sides. Yes, this lead times aside and the transgender LGBT community, but look at all these young women whose whose parents paid, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into practice and did all this hard work for them to compete at the highest levels. And then you have this obstacle here. So, um, you know, that's it for me, man. It was a great conversation. We always do controversy, and I think we did this one justice. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. Thank you, Dimitri. Yep. Peace.